0: let wet my whistle first uh, viviana warrior bucks hey everybody welcome to another episode of the miami comedy podcast manny garavito going live with the people of miami to say what's up how are you thank you so much for coming out yeah we live streaming in here man how are you miami welcome uh hey warmington what's going on um Happy Saturday, everybody. The final weekend before, uh, what, what is it called? Mic issues. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, I know why. Hang on. Oh, my God. This is going to be an unprofessional show right off the bat. Is this what we're doing? Is this what we're doing? Unprofessional off the bat. There we go. Much better. Can you hear me now, Warmington? All right. Uh, Welcome everybody to another episode of the Miami comedy podcast. Uh, We're going live to talk to the people of Miami and say what's up. Happy Saturday. Happy. Can you still hear me? You got it? Okay. Uh, Happy Saturday. It's the final weekend before uh, the curfew finally ends. And uh, I gotta admit, man, I'm gonna miss the curfew because um, I don't know about you, man, but I I used to hit up all the spots that, that well, I mean, I didn't drink. I mean, not recently. I stopped drinking in March, but in April, I was still hitting up all the speakeasies out there. And you know who you are. All right. I'm not mad at you. You guys, all, shout out to all the speakeasies out there because you, how do I put this so that, uh, so I don't come off like I'm hating? Like, how do I, the people that ran speakeasies during the pandemic has got to be one of the biggest, has got to have some of the biggest balls because the way it was done was so, who gives a fuckish? You know when you know when when someone doesn't give a fuck. You know that feeling where it's just like it's a little bit cold, but at the same time you admire them. Thank God you had the ability to to not give a fuck to the point where you did something that was needed, which is remaining open. So get this. I'll give you an example of one time I went out and uh, participated in the speakeasy. As a matter of fact, I almost didn't participate because once you step out of the speakeasy, they're not going to let you back in, right? So I'm in, I'm in an undisclosed area in Little Havana, and I walk in at around 10.30 to meet somebody, and there's salsa dancing all over the place. Everybody's there just sweating, no mask on, people breathing. You know when you walk into a room and you could just feel the heat? It, you just feel the heat. It's, like, it's, like, a, it's like a sauna, right? Uh, people there dancing salsa. The COVID virus was dancing salsa. Everybody was just like, hey, let's get the virus together as a community. right and i walk into this place everybody just dancing left and right and uh, the dj is just blaring the music and i'm looking around with my mask on i think i'm I'm, i was like one of the three people there with a mask on um and then 1155 came around and they turned all the lights on in the in the venue they turn all the lights on and then the dj gets on the mic all right everybody now that final call is over, we're going to have to go ahead and close our doors because of the curfew. Thank you very much for coming out. Have a great night, everybody. And then, you know, certain people kind of group together. They're saying their buys. Okay, bye. Have a good night. All right, gotta close my tab. Everybody's just walking out, right? And I was one of them, too. I walked out with the person I was with. I walk out, and then we're hanging out outside waiting for our Uber. And then all they did was close the doors and put down the blinds. And then you can hear the DJ playing music all over again. (laughs) The DJ was probably like, well, now that we got rid of all the losers, let's keep this party going. And then they put the bouncers in the front, right? You can't go back in because you already know the truth. And so shout out to all the people out there. Just speak easing it up. Um, Yeah. You know what it is, man? Miami folks, they don't give a fuck, bro. That's the reason why everybody moved here during the pandemic. Everybody moved here because they realized that there was nothing. I mean, apart from the people that have underlying illnesses. Okay, but if you're out there, right? You, you, you know, you're, you're you're getting on the South Beach diet. You're out there running. You're getting on the treadmill. You're eating healthy. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna party, man. <laughs> you know, we're gonna go out there. We're gonna fucking party. You know, the cocaine probably kills the the, the virus, right? Goes up in your nostrils, probably creates like a barrier in the back of your nostrils, right? In the nasal area. (laughs) The the coronavirus can't connect to a cell because there's so much cocaine, right? Just protecting your your, your cell. (laughs) Somebody should conduct medical research on that. Does a thin layer of cocaine in your nasal cavity, does that prevent the coronavirus? later on in 60 minutes (laughs) yeah man so people moved here in Miami and uh we just uh bro the parties kept going man look I had to big shout out to all the city officials out there that actually had the audacity to live stream the poker face that they had when they announced they were lifting the curfew that the poker face they had It's just people behind the podium. It's like, you know, we we here in Miami, um, we are a community and we bring the people together and safety is our number one concern. And with that being said, now that the vaccines have been distributed to all ages and everyone now has access and we have more than enough supplies to get everyone vaccinated, we're going to go ahead and lift the curfew this coming Monday. (laughs) Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. (laughs) everybody was in the know. (laughs) Hell, man, you probably even saw a city official just hanging out, just popping bottles. You know? What's what's the name of the city official that made the announcement? What's the mayor of Miami? Francisco Suarez? Right? They always got Suarez or Francisco or Rodriguez. Francis Suarez, yeah. You just walk into the nightclub, right? It's three in the morning. You got to keep the music a little low and then you just go in the back and you just see... Uh, Mayor Francis Suarez with the fur coat sitting in the back. Mayor Suarez, Shh, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah, can we get some security in here? I don't like this guy calling my name out like that, man. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is, guys. That um, there's a book called uh, Influence, right? And one of the experiments that that book talks about on how to influence people is you tell somebody not to do something and they're more likely to do it, especially if they're, if they're kids, because kids want to know why. Tell me when, when you went to uh, sex ed and they were telling you about sex and they were saying, you can't have sex until you're like, you know, ready or you're married. Bro, how do people have a straight face telling you that shit? Right. How, how does someone look at, at a frustrated teenager in the eye and say, you can't have sex until you're married. You're going to be like, what's the sex you talk about? And why do I need to get married for it, right? And then you go home. You've got internet. And you want to see what boobs are about. Now, Google is going to go way past the boobs and go straight into titty fucking. (laughs) Looking at boobs is the gateway to porn. (laughs) Once you go past boobs, you're like, this whole new world just opens up for you. And you're like, oh, my God, they have been lying to me. And, you know, when you've been lied to, man, you're going to be going in there and you're going to see the truth for what it is. And it's going to be the blatant truth. That's how it is when the city officials were saying, oh, there's a curfew in Miami. Really? I think you saying there's a curfew in Miami goes to show that the parties are going to go even harder. Even harder. The people you know are going to go harder, They're going to get bottles. More bottles were probably sold during the pandemic than any other time. <laughs> Do you know how much money strippers made during the pandemic? Do you know how many massage parlors uh, were speakeasies and made so much money in the DL because they had to relieve that stress, man? And so when you're doing, when you're when you're going in, in you know, and it's not even parents, it's not even the church, it's the government now telling the people of Miami of all people—that's probably the people of Miami are probably the worst people to tell what they can and can't do. All right, because if if this is still like one of the biggest cities that distributes cocaine, I think nothing has stopped that since the 80s, I don't believe. Right. So if that's still happening, what makes you think party is going to stop once you go on and say, oh, no more parties until the pandemic? You know what they should have done? This is how you really influence people. You got to, you can't tell somebody what not to do. You got to tell them instead what they could have done. <laughs> Be like, you guys. You guys want to live a healthy life without getting the virus? Go on to the sun. Go to the parks. Well, what about the nightclubs? Can we change the subject? I don't want to talk about the bars. Well, are we closing them? No, leave them wide fucking open. And then whoever wants to get the virus goes in there. And then you just do something like that. It's like, if anyone wants to get the virus during the pandemic, by all means, go to a bar. Go to the nightclub. Go in there. I think you going on live stream and saying don't go to bars, don't go to nightclubs, only made it go higher up in popularity. Uh, If if I'm wrong, put it on the chat, let me know. What did you guys do to pass the time? Did anybody go to any speakeasies during curfew? For Lopez, oh, Inexplicable is on the line. Welcome back, Kick Rocks, welcome. Oh wait, hold on, let me close this out. Yeah, I always find it funny that when uh, people tell you not to do something, it's more likely when you're gonna do it, right? You ever gotten to talk about don't do drugs? Huh? If anyone ever offers you drugs, say no. 99.997 survival rate. Yeah, but the 0.003, which I'm sure is a very made-up statistic, the 0.003 mortality rate that you're uh, describing here, inexplicable, is, is a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Like if you, put, if you put 8 billion and then you put 0.003, which, again, is a made-up statistic. Um, so a lot of folks, man. Like, somebody's grandma could have died because someone like Explicable is going around telling fake statistics, right? Like, Inexplicable being off by a zero on his fake statistic allowed somebody's Nana to die prematurely. You think Inexplicable is going to care? He ain't going to do shit. He ain't going to donate to your GoFundMe. My Nana is in the hospital. Her organs are shutting down. I need money for this hospital bill. Inexplicable be like, ain't going to be me. Shouldn't have been part of the .003 that I was describing so eloquently on a live stream podcast with five people. Um, average age of death, 81. Yeah, but, you know, Inexplicable, your argument is awful. Because what you're saying right now is, like, somebody that could have lived to, like, 99 died at 81. Oh, my God. They live their life, Manny. It's fucked up, man. It's, it's, it's irresponsible for you to go out and spread the virus. You know, you know here's, here's the rule. You know how the same way you get vaccinated, you get a card saying that you got vaccinated, right? Like a certificate or whatever the fuck. And you go around holding that thing up like it's a VIP pass, right? You're slapping people in the face. Here's what you do. Uh, anybody that doesn't have an older sick person in their immediate family has got to, has got to get a card. And with that card, they can then go out. That would have been a great idea. The same way you do your taxes. Do you have any dependents that are over? Are you th- taking care of somebody 80, or, 80 or, or older, right? Or anybody with any debil- debility or disease or something? Oh, I do. All right, then you can't get the pass to go into the speakeasies. That, that's it. That should have been in and out, right? Mandy, where do you live? I live in a garage by myself. All right, here's a pass. Go ahead and start uh, grinding on women and get the virus, for Christ's sake. What's up, Big Jish? Warmington says, nah, stat would be way lower if included all eight bill, bro. Look, man, no one here is a statistician. No one here is a medical doctor. No one here works in biomedicine. All right, so shut up. (laughs) Regardless, the vaccine is out. People are getting vaccine left and right. Speakeasies are now going to go back to being legal past midnight. But you know what is going to happen? And I'm going to go ahead and predict the future. I'm going to go ahead and say that when... uh, When Memorial Day comes around in May, curfew is going to come right back, slap us all in the face. And you know what we're going to do? We're still going to go out there and party on Memorial because it's fucking Memorial Day. Anybody that tells us not to party on Memorial Day is only going to make us party even harder. You can't stop it. You know how many many, uh, vacant warehouses there are all over Miami? You know how many... Invites I've gotten to go to some fucking warehouse in the middle of nowhere, but you pull up, it's a bunch of fucking trucks and shadows. There's no lights on. It's just, it's just dark warehouses. It just looks like a fucking, it looks like an abandoned area. The Miami is like, is it fucking train tracks here? And you pull up in your car and there's people partying fucking kegs and ice and bottles and shit. Right? You got to pay 20 at the door and then you're in. Those are the things about Miami. We're gonna find a way to party one way or another. It could be the apocalypse. I don't know if you guys saw my meme, but if King Kong and Godzilla could be fighting our city, we'll still be going out to the nightclubs, man. We don't care. We don't care. That's why everybody's moving here. <laughs> we would spend our last days at a nightclub, at a bar, getting drunk and fucked up with titties in our face. That would be our last day. We would party so much. That when we die and we have flashbacks on how we lived, it would be an after party on how much times we partied. <laughs> You'll just remember all the good times. It'd just be one after party. It's like, oh, I remember that one. I remember that one. It's just party after party after party. Right? Uh, Immaculate says, uh, are you going to get vaccinated? No. I, uh, I'm going to write it out. Um, I already got it in August. So... After that, I never, I never really got it again. So my, I, I want my immune system to get developed through this. Um, and when I got it in August, I was asymptomatic for the most part. So uh, thank, I mean, I, I did lose my sense of smell, but I got over it after two weeks. And uh, yeah, I've now leveled up my immunity. Fauci says uh, that you still need masks even with the vaccine. Whatever, man. Let's go out with a mask. I know people that look great with masks on, right? You ever seen somebody look fine with a mask? And then when they take off the mask, you're like, ah, you know, changed my mind. Masks, you can get, uh, getting, uh, putting on the uh, the masks during the pandemic uh, has brought a whole new level of getting catfish because sometimes the eyes are really pretty, right? Like when you have them covered like that, you look like a nomadic gypsy queen or a king or prince or princess, right? And then when you open up the mask, you just see the fucking you know the face in full form and you're like keep the mask on right (laughs) i have been in situations where i've seen i I was like looking at someone with a mask on like damn, this girl's fine as fuck and then when she took it off it was like what happened (laughs) what happened to the illusion um no i'm sure the same thing with me too look at this fucking schnoz right cover my eyes I got, like, the sleepy, mysterious look, and then when you take this out of the fucking ah-cha-cha-cha fucking nose. <laughs> What's the name of that guy? That old-school black-and-white actor that was like, ah cha 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 He big-ass fucking red nose. Rosacea. Uh, Inexplicable says, remember not to believe anything Manny says because he's not even six feet tall. Yeah, man, people that are short lie. We lie about uh, our height, we lie about our body count, and we lie about uh, being confident enough to date tall women. <laughs> never trust a short person they're out there just lying they're closer to the hell than than tall people <laughs> they're up to no good all right let's get to the reads everyone here we go the show is sponsored by LE venus who is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance so use him as a resource if you have if you have questions he has answers the people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable and those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs, you can help anyone, anywhere, with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today, 305 335 3944. And that's E L I U dot B I N A S at USH advisors dot com. Uh, Kaneen, Colin Sachs, welcome to the chat. Hey, let me ask you guys something. Have you ever been denied something and then you ended up doing it and realized that it was amazing? Right? We're talking about sex drugs, partying, hanging out with the wrong people. Although each of those things that I've described are great when you first discover the fun side of it. But when you go in too deep, it's no longer fun. It just debilitates your, uh, your way of living. Like if you drink too much and you hang are hung over every fucking day, that sucks. Can't do shit. Right. But the nights, the nights are fun for like an hour or two. And then the next day you're fucked up for the whole day. You can't even enjoy the sunlight because it hurts your eyes. Right. Drugs. Not fun. You ever hung out with a stoner, like somebody that wakes up in the morning and smokes weed and they got to smoke weed to go back to sleep? You'll never that that person might as well uh, have a personality change. As a matter of fact, I think marijuana is a good way to change someone's personality. (laughs) How can I go from being energized and confident to being anxious and insecure? (laughs) Oh, man. What's up, Cotty? Mar Rams, welcome to the chat. What, have you guys, what do you guys remember being denied that when you went to go try, it was actually awesome? Um, an example was how people were saying not to go party during the pandemic and it only made us party a lot harder. Um, another example on something that they told me not to do and then I ended up doing it was, um, uh, I'll go back to the weed example. You had a roommate like that, Manny? No, it was me. It was me. <laughs> it was me Inexplicable. I was the stoner. Uh, there was, a, it was like three years in my in the 20s, three or four years, uh, maybe more, man, maybe like four to six years. There was like four to six years in my 20s where uh, marijuana was a really big um, uh, part of my life. Uh, and so much so like when I think about those days, I remember that I did it and I didn't even notice I was high. It was just like how I operated. Like I didn't even remember That I got high. Like I was like, oh, this is just how I am. I'm just high every single day, all the time. Um, and so one thing I realized that when you're really high, you get into like some you get into rabbit holes a lot more easily. Like you go on YouTube. when I when I used to get high, dude, and YouTube first came out like in 08, 07, 08, or whatever, I would go on YouTube and I'd go into these fucking rabbit holes of YouTube, just video after video after video. And it, you know, if I was sober, I probably would have saved myself so many hours of YouTube fucking crawling right or like buying oh boy they calling me for tonight's show hang on or like buying a bunch of shit like like eating right because I was fat <laughs> there was a time in my life where I was fat because of all the munchies there's a time in my life. sorry about the, uh, the the pause guys they're calling me for the show this evening um I got fat because of all the munchies and all the the, the way I used to eat I used to drink a lot very irresponsible But I loved it. Right. So even though I loved it and they told me not to do it when I was young, both like, you know, the church and school and my parents like marijuana is bad. Don't do weed. And then I did it. It's like, yo, I'm fucking relaxed. Everything is great. I love getting high. Music is better. Movies are better. Cartoons are better. Video games are better. Why wouldn't I want to get high? And then when I got sober, I looked at the cartoons, the music, the video games and the movies, and I'm like, Oh, it's better because this is all I'm doing. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, all this shit is awesome because I'm high. Oh, so when I'm sober, I, can, I, I get so... The thing is that when you're sober, you're so bored. You get so bored that you get creative to do something great, right? It's like, I don't want to play games. I don't want to watch movies. I don't want to see cartoons. I want to do something awesome. Right. And so that that's like one of those things that they don't tell you. Like they all the, the thing is that teachers, parents and, and the church, they're so lazy to tell you, like, because they don't they probably don't even know it. It's like, don't go out there and start playing video games for your whole life. Actually do something cool for yourself. Right. Go start a business. Go find the love of your life. Go work out. They don't tell you that. Instead, they just say, don't smoke weed. <laughs> that's a, that's such an easy way out. You know. Anyways. Uh, what else have, been, have you guys been denied that was actually awesome? I remember the first time I went to a strip club. They used to tell me not to go to the strip clubs. Don't go to the strip clubs. That's where all the bad women are. That's where all the bad bitches are. And then I went to a strip club on my 21st birthday by myself. They fucked up. And they, they give you, life gives you all the ingredients to do bad decisions. That's what's fucked up, you know? And then you got everybody around you telling you not to do something. And you're like, well, I got a car. I got money. And I got a dick. Let me see. What can I do with these three things? I know. We're going to the strip club. So I'm pulling out, right? Right. Out. And it was right after my birthday, my birthday meal. Why do I get high? <laughs> yeah. It was right after my birthday meal. I get in my car. Right. I was like, all right, guys, thanks for thanks for dinner. It was great. Well, where are you going? I'll go see some friends. Yeah, they're going to wish me a happy birthday. I'm going to swing by their house. Show up to PTs, right? Pull up 21. Yeah, let me get a Bud Light. I'm trying to go easy tonight. And, uh, you know, first time at a strip club, looking at all these women shaking it, going up and down the pole, left and right, and doing all this shit. And I'm just like astounded. Wow, this is amazing, right? $300 later, I'm, I'm driving out like that shit fucking sucked. $300. God damn. Lap dances. Throwing money for no reason. $17 drinks. My 21st birthday was ruined because of, <laughs> because of the strip club. <laughs> that's what they should do, man. When somebody denies you something, they got to give you the reason. Right, Armani? Armani Jones comedy, welcome. Lucifer. They got to tell you the reason. They can't just say something in the surface like, oh, you can't do weed because drugs are bad. Like, that's not enough, Right don't go to the strip club because that's where all the bad women are. That's not enough They say, don't go to the strip club because you're going to get lied to and they're going to rob your money. Be like, Oh shit. I don't want my money being robbed. Right. But if they say don't have sex because you got to wait until you're married, that's not enough of an incentive. That's not enough of an incentive. If somebody says you can't, you can't have sex until you're married. It's like, it's man, fuck marriage. Right. Can't have sex. With, well, actually, there's really no upside to not having sex when you're married. As a matter of fact, that's probably one of the worst decisions you can make. Right. Going waiting to get married to have sex. Are you fucking kidding me? Who the fuck came up with that lie? The church? It was the church, right? Oh, and the worst thing is that the people that put that into law or whatever. were probably out, you know, in orgies. Fuck, man, I, I can't have these people fucking their husbands. Uh, tell everybody that they can't have sex until they're married. And then they would go ahead and tell the heron and say uh you guys can't get married, right? You're here with me, you're stuck with me forever in the castle. Banging me. All right, let's wind it down. Uh if you ever got the if, look, for all the officials out there, for all the authority figures out there, you can't just say don't do something. All right? It's not going to work, especially in Miami. Miami has the culture that we're going to fucking do it anyway, right? Speakeasies was an amazing business until it lasted. Congratulations to all the people that got away with it and that did it well. You guys fucking killed it. I've seen you. You guys are doing great. I'm not even mad. I applaud you. Miami was one of the coolest cities to be in during the pandemic. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to Miami for being one of the coolest places to live in in the middle of the pandemic, man. Definitely the church. Exactly. Exactly. What's up e iBloom rentals playetto finished tech refinish tech welcome all right uh tonight we're gonna be over at the uh focal brewery eight o'clock we got an amazing lineup we got lots of beer it's time to get fucked up uh don't drink beer guys it's bad for you Huh? huh? uh no just kidding <laughs> uh plenty of craft beers over at the focal brewery we got an awesome lineup hosted by my boy sergio mendez shout out to the focal uh you need better drops there you go um are you saying like eye drops fanny zaldum Zal, zaldum Bide. welcome um then on uh sunday we're soon gonna open our doors for uh tipsy flamingo comedy Monday, Red Bar, Tuesday, Sweet Caroline. Wednesdays in May, we're, we're in Focal every Wednesday. Uh, Thursdays at the Urban, Laugh Lounge, Miami. And uh, Fridays at Fun Dimension. All right, so there you go. Uh, thank you all for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a great day. Bye.